Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, let me, let me talk about talk. Here we go. Uh. Uh, he said he living life as a gringo. Where you question, where you fit in every time you mingle. They say you do this with not enough that. My rapping is really bad. <laughs> this life as a gringo. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo. I am Dramos of course, it is Thursday, so it means it's time for our Thursday Trends episode. I'm flying solo on today's show. We got a lot to dive into. Man, I kind of just want to get into it because it's been a wild week, particularly in the world of media, particularly in the world of political uh, news channels. Um, so, of course, we are going to dive into the firing of Tucker Carlson from Fox News. Now, Tucker Carlson is uh, the number one anchor at Fox News, or was, I should say. It also had the number one show uh, on on cable uh, networks, like like not just like news, but like across cable platforms. Tucker Carlson had the most popular nighttime show and Fox News has fired him. And we've been talking a lot recently about Fox News and accountability and lack thereof. So this was kind of a bombshell of of maybe things are starting to trend in the right direction. So we shall see. We're going to dive into all of that. I also want to touch on John Leguizamo kind of expounding upon the idea of Latinos in Hollywood. I know it's something that we've talked about a lot here on the show, and I think it's important to continue to to talk about it, you know, and talking about our power, potential power, um, and how we need to begin to get into positions of, of of power so we can be the ones making decisions. So I thought this was a really interesting commentary that John Leguizamo was having. So it's great to kind of follow up with that. And on the positive side of things, I'm happy to say we have just as much positive as we do negative on the show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about someone who's getting celebrated as uh, Billboard's first ever Latin woman of the year. And also, just in time for Cinco de Mayo, um, our favorite, uh, I guess, accessory to tacos, um, you know, uh, Jaritos, has a special 
new new version of uh of the drink uh that is is for adults only which a lot of people are freaking out and running around trying to find so we'll talk about that real quick but first and foremost man let's just talk about the nonsense the bs from this last week in a segment we call for the people in the back say a lot for the people in the back All right, so I can't contain myself. I got to start with this Tucker Carlson story. Him getting fired from Fox News. Again, if you're not familiar, Tucker Carlson is a political pundit, uh, formerly from Fox News, uh, MAGA, and Republicans love this guy. And he's all about conspiracy theories and dog whistling and like, you know, being racist, but finding ways to kind of tiptoe around it and coming up with all kinds of crazy things. We've talked about him a bunch on the show. And now it seems like his day of judgment has has come in the form of getting fired by Fox News. Now, they announced this uh, on Monday of this week, right? No explanation. And people familiar with the the situation, uh, you know, were, were saying that this actually came straight from the top. The chairman of Fox Corporation, Rupert Murdoch, as well as, um, you know, input from board members and other Fox executives all came together to make this, this stunning decision. Now, one person familiar with the discussions says that Murdoch's son, uh, Leichlan, uh, who's an executive chairman of the Fox Corporation, and Suzanne Scott, chief executive of the Fox News Media, decided late Friday that Tucker Carlson had to go. And he had no idea, by the way, because he signed off on his Friday show saying, I'll see you guys on Monday. Now, people are saying that Tucker's firing is related to a discrimination lawsuit that was filed by Abby Grossberg, a producer fired by the network last month. Uh, sources saying that Carlson's senior executive producer, Justin Wells, has also been fired. Um, again, this is all according to insiders. So I, I, I think the reasons aren't really all that interesting, considering all that this man has done in, as far as spewing lie after lie weekly or daily, I should say, on, on a, a platform that has millions of people following, right? And I, I think at the end of the day, when you look at this Tucker Carlson firing, it's Icarus flying too close to the sun, right? And and eventually you're going to get burned. You you can't go out there and be reckless with information and people's lives, essentially, right? And and feeding them all types of scare tactics and BS just to get ratings, just to keep you know this this base happy. There's only but so long that you can continue operating like this until you are eventually held accountable, right? You you can't keep doing bad. And in this case, I mean, you know, crossing that line into evil, you can't keep doing that on a consistent basis before somebody holds you accountable. And and even, you know, beyond that, people like Tucker Carlson feel that they are untouchable, that they are above all of us and that, you know, they don't have to exist or play by the same rules as everyone else. And this proves that, Nobody is untouchable and everybody has to abide by the the rules of society and morality and legality, right? Tucker Carlson had become a liability because of potential lawsuits and as well as the Dominion settlement that was, you know, something like uh, 700 whatever million dollars, right? You know, this is, I don't want to gloat, right? I really am like trying to to be that middle ground and trying to like reason with people, you know, and you would hope that 
those who do follow Fox News and support people like Tucker Carlson, you would hope that seeing and hearing that they don't believe the words that they say when they go out on air and and hearing the closed door conversations about how they hate Donald Trump and how they don't believe the election was was stolen. Right. And they're just saying this for, for ratings to appease their base. And then now, you know, Fox News having to break with Tucker Carlson because his lies and his his conduct have become too much of a liability. You would hope that this would then appeal to the rationale of anybody who still supports the Republican Party or Fox News and Donald Trump and all the the above and all that are connected to to this this you know MAGA love, right? You'd hope that it would speak to them and say, maybe I've been lied to, maybe I bought into the wrong thing here, and and now it's time to to kind of say enough is enough, right? You've seen their hand. You've heard what they thought behind closed doors. You've seen how it's different from what they told you in front of the camera. What's what's left to support? It's 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 all a facade. It's all very obviously a facade. And I would hope that anybody with some some rationale left in them can kind of put their ego aside and say enough is enough. I was duped. It is what it is. Time to move on with my life. You know, time to stop supporting. Uh, these people who are, are literally just lying to maintain power and to, to keep gaining money and fame and ratings, right? My fear is, though, we're kind of past that point. It, it, it feels a lot like for many who support the Republican Party and Donald Trump specifically, this is so ingrained to their, to their identity at this point that they literally can find a way to rationalize anything that any of them do. Right. So it doesn't matter if the people that they love on Fox News are caught saying that they don't actually believe the the things that they're saying on air. They're going to find some sort of excuse to rationalize it. You know, oh, well, they're just bending to the pressures of, of um, you know, the, the, the radical liberals, you know, and and, uh, uh, and 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 whatever other crazy conspiracy theory that they are are, are going to come up with to rationalize this. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever dealt with an addict in your family or in your life or someone with uh, mental health issues um, and, and those who refuse to get treatment, they keep finding ways to rationalize their behavior or why it's not as bad as everybody is saying it is, you know, or finding excuses for it, um, you know, and and it's 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 like impossible for them until they come to the conclusion themselves to be kind of talked out of that mindset. Right. They they need to be the ones who kind of come face to face and see themselves in the mirror and when they hit rock bottom and and then realize like, oh shit, you know, everything people have been telling me for the most part has been right. I have been fucking up. It's not anybody else's fault. It's my fault. And I think that there has to be a similar thing with those who are really just hardcore with Donald Trump and the MAGA, you know, movement or whatever it is. Like nothing you or I say to them is going to change the way that they think. They're at a point where this is so deeply ingrained into their identity that it doesn't matter what the news is. It doesn't matter what's been proven in court. It doesn't matter what, you know, leaked audio happens that literally goes against everything they believe until they are ready to kind of admit faults and admit that they were duped and lied to. Nothing is going to change. I can't. I can't convince you otherwise. 
you know, you, you can't change what you want to change for yourself at the end of the day, right? And that's kind of the place we are in this country. And for some people, they're never going to get to that point. They are going to live and eventually die with this same love for nonsense as they have right now. You know, for, for some people, this is just who they are, who they're going to be and, and, and how they're going to live their life. And we're just going to have to kind of deal with that. Right. And it's just a, a weird and frustrating place to be because it, it, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, politics don't have to be so polarizing. You know, I don't remember prior to Donald Trump meeting somebody who was a, a Republican and immediately like fearing for my own safety or feeling like this is somebody I need to get away from, right? Like before, and, and don't get me wrong, there was fuckery always happening, but before it it didn't feel as like vital to my well-being and the well-being of this country. And what's shifted is the fear-mongering that happens now in the media. What's shifted is people who are in positions of power, like a Tucker Carlson, they are knowingly stoking the fire and lying to their audience just as a means to gain more and more power, just to keep their audience on the hook that much deeper, right? And they don't care if it's dividing this country. They don't care if it's destroying democracy as we know it. All they care about is their own selfish, you know, um, victories, right? Their own selfish lifestyle that is 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 becoming better and better because of the polarization of this this country via politics. And that's what I what I I I hope we can eventually get away from. Again, I don't want to be cynical, but that's what has to happen. But what has to happen is more of what we've seen with with Tucker Carlson and 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 Fox News, right? And I don't think Fox News is going to completely right all their wrongs and steer the ship back in, in a, a more positive direction because it's too profitable for them right now. But I, I hope that this is the beginning of people knowing that you're going to be held accountable for what you do and say. And that means that you can't just go out there and say whatever you want to say with no consequences, right? And And I'm hoping that People like Tucker Carlson getting fired, and he might not be the, the the last one. It begins to kind of push those extremists back into sort of the holes that they crawled out of, right? Because unfortunately, right now, extremism on the right is very mainstream. You know, you you probably can't drive down a street in in America or or kind of uh, drive around your your city without seeing some sort of Trump memorabilia on somebody's house or car or whatever it is, right? Obviously, depending on where you live in the country, but anywhere outside of like a major city like New York. And hopefully this is the beginning of us getting back to some sort of baseline normal, because I think the extremists always existed on either side. But now it's like the inmates are running the asylum. And I'm hoping that this is the beginning of kind of, you know, getting control once again and us getting back to a middle ground where even if we have a difference of opinion, at least there are rational people sitting at the table across from you having a, a, a discussion and, and having a discussion with the best intention in mind of 
what's best for us and this country. And I'm hoping that that's what this firing begins to bring us towards, you know, a, a step in that direction, if you will. I don't know if it will. We'll, we'll, we, we shall see. Every time I've been getting optimistic about something like this happening, um, us getting back to normal, you know, some other stupid shit happens uh, or, you know, uh, I'm proven wrong by somebody just loving money more than, than humanity. Uh, but, you know, this is a big deal. I'm sure this was not an easy decision for Fox News to make to fire their biggest anchor, the the face of their channel. Uh, he also produces like multiple shows for for their their channel and like their app as well. So this was a difficult one, I'm sure, for them to do. Um, and, you know, a lot of money potentially being left on the table. And it also may hurt their their viewership. Um, so that gives me some sort of like glass half full. Maybe this is moving us in the right direction. But but who knows? Now, moving on to, to something unrelated to politics for, for once here. Uh, we have John Leguizamo talking about how he's not going to stay quiet. And he's telling Hollywood, you're failing us Latinos. Now, he did a recent op-ed for Rolling Stone about his new show. Um, and, and he goes a little bit deeper into the conversations that he's been talking about. Now, he says, quote, it's not that we Latin people are silent. It's that we are muted mostly because there are not enough Latinx journalists to amplify what is happening in our communities, right? And he's talking about how Latinos don't have a seat at the table. And I want to pause on this for a second because he's talking about not enough Latinx journalists to amplify what's happening in our communities. And I agree with this, right? And particularly when it comes to on the mainstream, and I come from what I would consider mainstream media. You know, I think the Breakfast Club is obviously rooted in, um, you know, being very pro-black, but at the same time has kind of crossed into just being world-renowned, right? And 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 being recognized as a major platform by people even outside of the black culture or hip-hop culture, right? And we saw that with this last election cycle. And, you know, for me... When I was there, I can remember as a Latino feeling like my community, our issues, what's going on within us is not being spoken about enough. And this isn't any fault to, to them. You know, it, it's not a, a, a show whose direction is, is that, you know, um, but it always felt that way. You know, I, I always felt like something was missing and. For me, it was like, this is a show I grew up listening to, grew up watching, loving, um, you know, and that I've been such a fan of. And now seeing the impact that it had on on the, the black community, I'm like, man, I want the same thing for, for us Latinos, you know, and it's true what he says, you know, and and I think obviously you have the Spanish language outlets, the Univisiones Telemundos, and there are Spanish radio uh, outlets, of course. But I think those exist in their own bubble just because of the, the the barrier of language, right? They're not going to be speaking to the mainstream because they're not speaking the mainstream language in the literal sense here of English, right? And again, for my generation and those who listen to this podcast who kind of share in that same um, sort of, uh, I don't know if ideology or the way that you're brought up, but, you know, we're probably not relating as much to the Spanish language media as, as we are, you know, the, the uh, English language stuff. Right. And it's this weird dichotomy because it's like you, re you relate to English and, and American media 
because it's familiar for you and, and, you know, where you've grown up here in this country and, and, and things of that nature and what's prevalent in media and things like that, entertainment, whatever it is, but you still always feel like something's lacking, or at least that's how I felt. So I get completely what he is, is saying. And particularly because of just how powerful we are and how much of the population that we make up, it, it's kind of fucked up that you you think about the fact that we don't have real representation in a mainstream sense, you know. Um, now Leguizamo goes on to talk about that this is why he created his show Leguizamo Does America, and he says just like Debbie does Dallas, I'm gonna fuck with America. I want America to feel Latin envy. I want them to regret not being born Latino, and I want Latinos to feel like fuck. I'm so glad I was born Latino. And he's speaking to my heart right now. I'm getting fired up just just kind of hearing those quotes. But it's it's so true, you know, and, and it's it's something we got to keep fighting for. And I think we all have a job to do, be it supporting platforms, you know, and those of you who are listening to this, obviously you're doing that. But it's 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 so much of what we have to kind of be push ourselves to be aware of. Right. And ask that question and not just take it for granted that, like, um, you know, this is just the way things are. We just happen to are always, you know, always going to be seeing stories with white people uh, in our movies or television, or we're always going to have to get our news about our community from some sort of secondary source and kind of dig it up, you know? And again, like it doesn't have to be this way when you talk about the amount of power that we potentially can have. And, you know, you pull up um, the the numbers. They talk about this on, on We Are Me Too, where I, I pulled this article. It's according to the 2022 census data, 62.1 million Hispanics live in the United States, accounting for 18.5% of the total U.S. population. Few groups are more critical to the U.S. economy than Latinos and as consumers represent more than a trillion dollar market and rising. According to a 2021 report by Latino Donor Collaborative, the total economic output of the United States Latinos was $2.7 trillion in 2019. So, we have all this spending power, all this buying power. We have incredible numbers. We are, uh, what did it say, 18.5% of the total U.S. population. Yet we don't have proper representation. And I apologize if I begin to sound like a broken record. But this is so incredibly frustrating because it doesn't have to be this way. We are, are choosing to just be consumers rather than actually having a real seat at the table. We, we look at the spending power we have. If we spent that money supporting Latino brands, Latino products, do you do you not think that we would then be at the forefront of, of particular categories? Of course. But instead, we're not very focused about where we spend our money, about how we use our our time, how we use our, our numbers, right? We are are not organized. And again, there's a lot of division that happens within Latinos. We talked about this last week, you know, where uh, some of us feel superior to other cultures. And, oh, I don't relate to this country because I wasn't brought up in that way. And, and this, that, and the third. And I think what we, again, have to realize is if you are Latino living in America, we are all one and the same. We have to be because we're sectoring off into these different, you know, subcategories of, of Latino and what it means to be Latino. It's not helping us. It's not it's not pushing the needle for the greater good. Right. And I love music, um, you know, where where as examples. Right. Um, and you have, you know, you're seeing the collaborations happen. Right. Where you have, uh, you know, Bad Bunny collaborating with, with Grupo Fontera. Right. 
And that's a, a, a regional Mexican group. And to me, if it can happen in music, we should all be coming together that same way in the real world. Because that's where we have our power. That's where we can actually take advantage of our numbers, our spending power. And, and that's how we have to see ourselves and begin to kind of live life, you know. And, and all of us have our different parts to, to, to kind of play, you know. Um, again, some of us are going to be the ones who go out and support every Latin creator, be it a movie, be it a podcast, be it a TV show. We're going to stream it, right? We're going to support it. We're going to share it with our friends. Maybe you are a creator and you understand now it's like I need to, to put on for my community and, and we need to be making content that specifically tells our story, speaks to us, right? And obviously you can get into all the nitty gritty of the things that you enjoy, but find a way to, to make sure that, that your Latinness is, is a part of that, right? Because we all need to make sure that we're securing a, a place for ourselves, that our voices are, are being heard. You know, we are too big a, a part of the, the population of this country to, to not be heard in the mainstream in the way that, that things are currently going. You know, so I always just keep bringing this up because I think it's incredibly important to keep having these sort of conversations to remind ourselves of our potential power and that we all have a part to do in order to make sure that, you know, we are, are really having a, a seat at the table. Now, with that said, that's it for the BS. I'm, I'm happy to kind of have kept it light this week. Uh, so we're going to go to our Mijente segment, honor some uh, somebody who is doing something amazing for our community, also a brand who is uh, going to be getting some, uh, some love here, a legendary brand. But first, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, so we have a very beautiful moment here for somebody who deserves all their flowers, and that is Shakira, right? She's a, a legend. She's one of those people, like, I feel like maybe because I'm not, I don't know, I'm not Colombian, or, or, or I, maybe I, I sat on the sidelines a bit for Latin music during a particular time, but I feel like Shakira does not get the the just do that she deserves as, like, this legendary figure in, in Latin music, and I think music as a whole. But luckily, she is getting honored here. So uh, Billboard is is having their first ever Latin Woman of the Year award. And Shakira is actually going to be the recipient of it. Uh, Billboard announced on Monday that the Colombian superstar will receive the first ever Woman of the Year award. The recognition will be part of the inaugural Latin Women in Music Ceremony. Now, this this, first of all, is a beautiful thing. Um, shout out to all our, our, our amazing Latin women out there. I love that it's like not just, you know, Latin people in music and specifically Latin women in music, you know, having their night. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, among the hosts, uh, the event will feature, of course, reggaeton icon Evie Queen and Mexican actress Jacqueline Bracamontes. I think I actually got that right in the first try. If I fucked it up, I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> But it's uh, it's it's going to be hosted by the two of them. Uh, they're saying that this will happen on May 6th at the Watsco Center in Miami, Florida. Uh, and you can go ahead and watch it on Telemundo. They're going to broadcast it the following day. And I just think moments like this are are beautiful. Like we were just talking about lack of representation and stuff like this is what we need to see more of. Right. So you have a big brand like Billboard. Now specifically honoring Latinos and then going as far as to honor Latin women, right? And and I think that's a, a big thing because oftentimes when you have these these companies or these brands like a billboard, they'll kind of just do shit to check the boxes, right? Okay, let me like honor the black community with this thing. Okay, now Latin. So nobody's complaining, right? But something like this, they had to dive just a little bit deeper in in making it specifically for women now, right? And I think that that's an incredible thing. It's an incredible kind of step forward. And it's what we need to continue to see more of where these big brands that we push them through our support and through the noise that we make, right? And using our voices that, you know, let them know we need to have our recognition. Our icons need to be held up in the same regard as any other communities, right? So I think this is a beautiful thing. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to tune in for, for that. I think it's just incredible. Again, here is just like, one of these legends out there, uh, but she's been having like this beautiful kind of resurrection to her her career a bit. So I just love, love seeing it. And people like her, you know, they were a part of, of breaking down the barriers. You know what I mean? People like her are the reason why a Carol G can have the moment that she's having right now. You know, um, she's up there with somebody like a, a daddy Yankee. You know what I mean? Where now because of him uh, and, 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 and people like Don Omar and, and you know, uh, Tego Calderon, 
people like him, uh, them now open the door for someone like Bad Bunny to have the moment that he's having, you know? So we need to honor our, our legends and, and be so proud of, of where we came from and, and how far we've come. Now, this is outside of my own immediate, uh, media upbringing, but I know from, you know, the taco spots that I love to frequent, uh, Jaritos uh, Cantaritos is obviously like a staple of any Mexican restaurant. It's that soda, you know, that comes with all the different flavors. And now they're actually making a hard soda version of it, right? So it's alcoholic. It's going to have uh, 5% ABV. And it's inspired by the four original flavors of Jaritos, which is the mandarin, uh, tamarind, pineapple, and fruit punch. And it's going to be out just in time for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is distributing it. And people are literally losing their shit trying to find it. I was I was looking at this We Are Me Too article, and it's like people on TikTok are going fucking crazy. And they are are literally posting TikToks about where you can find this. I, I, I want to actually really try this. I'm thinking where on the East Coast. I feel like this is one of those things that it's probably going to mostly exist heavily on the West Coast because, um, you know, obviously you heavy Mexican representation out there. But I just think, I don't know, man, this is just, I just think things like this are, are, are beautiful to see, to just continue seeing our culture getting put out there and sharing the shelves with the fucking White Claws of the world and, and all these different things. And um, obviously Anheuser-Busch is a gigantic distribution uh, platform for any alcoholic beverages. And I was just talking about this with a friend of mine, um, like the monopoly that alcohol distribution has like because there's only a few different companies or families that that actually are like the big distributors right to help alcoholic brands get into stores and if you don't get with one of them your brand is probably never going to grow to being uh you know higher up there so um again it's a big brand obviously they know it's going to make money but a big brand like anheuser-busch uh who is behind like budweiser and all that stuff um getting behind the the haritos hard soda and and giving them that gigantic distribution uh is is amazing and man i see this is like the world that i want to exist in right where this shit is just the norm and i am now scrambling for like mi gente uh you know topics to to honor people because this has just become common life like that's the world i want to live in where it becomes difficult for me to pick a mi gente segment right where like you're seeing haritos on the shelves next to white claw you know uh, where you are seeing, you know, Latin, uh, you know, specific news on, on, uh, you know, mainstream platforms that people putting out for, for the Latin community. And you're having, uh, Latin directors telling Latin stories and movies. And I know now we have Blue Beetle, um, coming out where it's a very, you know, unapologetically Latin character who is a, a superhero. Like I want all of that to just be so fucking normal that we don't even think twice about it. Right. Like John Leguizamo's uh, show that he's doing on on MSNBC, like it's 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 similar to what CNN has been doing with Stanley Tucci for forever, right? Where he's been going to like Italy and and you know uh, showing the Italian culture, and we never bat an eye about the fact that like this dude is specifically speaking about Italian culture. But like when now it's a Latin show, like like John Leguizamo, it's like this crazy different thing, and we're all on edge to hope that it's successful enough that it keeps getting brought back and opens the doors for other ones, right? Again, this shit needs to be the norm, not the exception. Um, and and I, I, I see us moving in that direction. I love it. 
And we just have to keep the conversations going. Like, I know it's a broken record. I've talked about John Leguizamo saying a similar thing for like weeks in a row at this point. Uh, and, and that topic has come up a ton over the course of this podcast over the last year. But we need to keep like driving it home and nail it into all of our heads. Like, this is the potential that could happen. But all of us have to do our part. And with that said, we're going to tie everything we talked about in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusions Do. No Ask a Gringo segment on today's show. I've been just like frazzled trying to scramble uh, with guests canceling and moving things around. Beautiful thing, though, side note, we did reschedule our guests for financial literacy uh, for next week. So that, that episode will be dropping, you know, barring any, any crazy uh, event. And I'm really, really, really excited about that. It's Linda Garcia uh, in Loose We Trust. Uh, a lot of people follow her. So I've been getting a ton of people like hitting me up randomly that they've been reading her book and it's been helping them with like turning their entire mindset around finances. So I'm so fucking excited to have her on the show. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, selfishly for me, I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. But for all of us to like really fix a lot of the mindset that we have around money, I'm so damn excited. Uh, so with that said, we're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come back, tie everything we talk about in a neat little bow in a segment called Conclusions Do. But first, we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, so we we touched on a few things in today's show. I think this whole thing with Fox News and Tucker Carlson, 
to me again i look at it as like this is is like you know life and the universe you know uh fixing itself a little bit like this is an adjustment and it's in in a positive way this is a correction right where it's it's proving all that we know to be true people can get away with lies and manipulation and evil you know all for personal gain they can get away with it only you know for for only but so long and then they have to be held accountable and that no matter how rich no matter how powerful you are eventually your day of accountability will come, right? And that's what we're seeing right now with Fox News and this lawsuit from Dominion that they had to settle for almost a billion dollars, the other pending lawsuits that are coming down the pipeline for them, them now feeling the heat where they have to clean up their act uh, to the point that Tucker Carlson, their biggest anchor, the face of the channel, the number one show on cable, you know, late night in in, uh, not just news, but all TV networks, the fact they had to fire this man, I, I, I believe this is a, a reckoning, you know, and it's a correction of no more of the, the lies and the manipulation at the expense of the American people, at the expense of our livelihood. And of course, for some people, this isn't going to change anything for them. Their identity is too tied into this whole MAGA, you know, thing and, and railing against the left and, you know, fighting for, for their, their freedoms, you know, whatever they think that that actually means. Uh, that's their identity, and, and for them, they may be too far gone. But my hope is that this begins to push those people who are incredibly radicalized back into the the dark caves, back into the niches, and and no longer be in the mainstream as it has been, um, courtesy of things like Fox News and and people like Tucker Carlson who have no problem lying and manipulating and 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 stoking the fire if it means that they're going to get you know. Uh, you know, more ratings and a, and a bigger check as a result. So you love to see accountability happening. Of course, he's probably going to find a job somewhere else pretty easily or start his own platform and people are going to go out and support and he's going to make his money. But to me, I think a line is being drawn in the sand uh, where, you know, maybe enough is enough and we can get back to some sort of normalcy where we can be having, you know, differing ideas and differing opinions, um, but it doesn't have to uh, lead to us hating one another or us living in fear of what the other side is potentially going to do. So that's my hope in seeing this this crazy firing of, of Tucker Carlson. Now, when it comes to John Leguizamo talking about Hollywood and uh, Latinos being failed, um, you know, as a result of lack of representation, I agree. You talk about the numbers, you talk about the fact that we are almost 19% of the population um, that we have a, a crazy amount of, of spending power in this country. I believe if we were our own country, like if Latinos in America formed their own country, we would have the seventh highest GDP in the entire world, right? So we have power, we have the numbers, we're just not using our voices. And of course, we've been silenced by Hollywood. They haven't made it very easy for us, but we also have to fight back. We have to do our part. We have, we have the numbers. Once again, we have spending power and we have to use it wisely, you know, support creatives from our community, you know, share their work with your friends, with your family, you know, uh, support the movies that come out, the television shows, the podcasts like this one, you know, anybody who's creating something, trying to be a good representative for our community, we all have to do our part and support them and, and, and help them, you know, um, be able to continue to create, you know, and continue to use their voice and to be a representative for our community. So we're all playing a part. And if you are a creative, making sure that you are using your voice and your platform for good 
to to uh, help propel your community forward. I think it's it's an important thing. I think it's a, a burden that we all have to have to bear uh, being a mi- minority and a group that has been marginalized for far too long. So, you know, we have to recognize the power that we have and continue to support one another. And on the positive side of things, man, talking about Billboard announcing their inaugural Latin Women in Music uh, ceremony, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. Again, a brand like Billboard that has nothing to do with the Latin community, making sure that they had to have representation in this manner, I think is a beautiful thing. And specifically, it being Latin women is a beautiful, beautiful moment. Shakira. Uh, getting getting uh, the first ever Woman of the Year award, much deserved. You have legends like uh, Evie Queen hosting it, as well as actress uh, Jacqueline uh, Bracamontes. I think I got that one. Uh, you know, hosting it. I just think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then, listen, on the lighter side of things, but I think it still matters. Haritos can Taritos uh, having a hard soda now out there. It's going to be distributed by Anheuser Busch. Uh, and, you know, sitting on the, the shelves potentially right next to uh, brands like White Claw, I think is an incredible thing. And again, as I said, I want this shit to be the norm. I want to be able to walk into a regular store and see our representation there, you know, uh, not just having to go into like a specialty Spanish store, but but instead, you know, being able to walk into my local supermarkets, my local liquor store and seeing options that represent me and my upbringing, you know, I think is a, a very very special thing and uh, we just got to continue to push continue to support and if you see you know some haritos hard soda in your local liquor store make sure you you go out there you buy it and you support it right because it shows value in the brands that that you know uh we've grown up with and that are a part of our communities and again it shows big brands and big distributors in this case like anheuser-busch that they should be getting behind our products and the things that we hold dear to us so all very important stuff and with that said, uh, speaking of, if you want to support a Latin creator, my book, Just Be, is out right now. Just Be.NYC. Pick that up. My other podcast, The Street Stoke Podcast Season 1, is out right now for you to go binge. And man, I think that, that is, uh, that's going to be it for me right now. Uh, at DJ Dramas on social media, if you want to stay up to date with all that I'm doing. I'm actually getting out there. I've been DJing a bunch more in the New York, New Jersey area. So anybody listening that is uh, from the area, Pay attention to my show, my socials. I'm popping up doing some different gigs, um, just kind of having fun with that. Found like a new little, new little love for it to to kind of get out there and, and DJ again and uh, and play some fun gigs. So pay attention to that, and that's it, man. Um, at DJ Dramas on TikTok as well. I've been getting more active on there, and that's it. Have an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. So then, stay safe. We'll talk soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, Let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.